0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with DJ Willie Lugo about the DJ at a Disney wedding, and he's going to share his experience working Disney weddings and give you some tips if you are currently looking for a DJ or you're just curious about whether you should even have a DJ. So welcome, Willie. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. First off, I'm curious to know how you got started doing DJ work for Disney Weddings.
1: Oh, it's, that's a, a very long story. It, all kind of, it started off, uh, I was a DJ at Pleasure Island at the nightclubs over there. And then after they closed, I kind of jumped over to the events and, and weddings. So you can find me doing all kinds of stuff all over Disney property, whether it's in, in Magic Kingdom, Atlantic Dance Hall, doing weddings or corporate events. So I do a bunch of weddings and
0: it's fun. That's great. So now when a bride hires a DJ through Disney, you bring your own setup. What comes with that setup?
1: Typically, it's just your audio, you know, a couple speakers, uh, possibly a subwoofer, and, and just our, our laptops and our, our mixing board and, and microphones. Disney kind of takes care of all the lighting and, and things like that. Where I don't like to really step on their toes when it comes to all the lights and all that stuff. That's that stuff that they offer through each one of the venues, depending on where you're at. But uh, yeah, typically it'll just be the sound system and my you know computer, my music and all that and all that stuff.
0: And so then when you're at a place that already has a lighting setup, like Atlantic Dance Hall, do you run that or does somebody else run that?
1: One of the techs will be on hand to run all the lights, focus them, you know, have them do all the funky stuff that all the lights do. And even in some of the hotel venues, like the you know, Grand Floridian, I do a lot of work in there. They've got an in-house tech who kind of uh, does the same thing, whether it's gobos up on the wall. If you want to do uplighting around the room, they, they kind of take care of all that too.
0: Well, that's good. So then you can just concentrate on the music and keeping the party going.
1: Exactly. I mean, it, it's stuff that we can offer, but I, I choose not to just because I don't want to step on anyone's toes. we I mean, just want to make sure that it's uh, what's right for the room as opposed to what may, may or may not be you know, appropriate for that room or for, you know, the type of party that we want to have.
0: Got it. Okay. So can you take me through the timeline, maybe from when you start to set up all the way through the last dance? How does that work at a Disney wedding?
1: Typically, I'll show up about an hour, hour and a half before the the, the reception starts. Once cocktail hour is going on, I'll go ahead and go over all the last minute details as well, a quick run through of of everything that's going to happen. And what I like to do is I'll do the the formal introductions, kind of knock out all the formalities up front, formal introductions, first dance, toast blessings and all that good stuff and then go ahead and have dinner after dinner usually do the parent dances and then just kind of move on into partying and having a good time and then cake and then at the end if there's any special announcements as far as transportation or any special uh, after parties or dessert parties or things like that you know i'll, I'll make sure to make that announcement and then you know we'll close it out with a with a bang and then you know have everybody having a good time as they head on out to uh, you know the rest of their evening
0: that's cool. I just thought of a question. Is there anything that the bride and groom can do to make the announcements easier? Because I know sometimes like their names might be hard to pronounce or you have a lot of people to announce. Is there any tip that we could share that brides and grooms could help with that?
1: Well, when it comes to, to, to the intros, obviously the you know, names are, are what they are. It, you can't really you know change that too much. But um, one thing I, that would help is to make sure that the bridal party kind of knows what's going on and you know when things will happen so then that way we're not chasing them down and uh all over the place trying to get everybody in in one spot so especially if it's a larger bridal party just make sure everyone knows that hey listen you know things are going to happen at certain times and you know just make sure that everyone is kind of on the same on the same page that way we don't have to chase everyone all over the place
0: Cool. Okay. And now for smaller parties or just parties where they think, oh, we aren't really a dancing kind of crowd. What are your thoughts on having a DJ versus having an iPod? I know it's kind of a hot button topic, but most of the DJs I talk to offer pretty fair assessment of both sides of that coin.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where uh, it all kind of depends on the personality of the people. You know. Just because you have a DJ doesn't mean that you know you're at the at the mercy of the DJ playing you know the, the music that he wants because we you know we're all very professional as far as what we do and we make sure that our clients are taken care of and get what, get what they want. Now with that said, you know with an iPod, yeah, you can go ahead and plug in an iPod or your iPad or whatever and you know have your, your favorite songs all lined up. But that doesn't mean that it's going to get played at the appropriate time. Or, or you know, you're also not paying just for the music. You're paying for the knowing when to play the songs and, and, and how to play them, and also the the personality you know behind the microphone as well. That that alone is, is, is what you're really using a DJ for. It's a, I mean, we can all set up an, an iPad or an iPod and and just let it roll. But you know, having the, the personality behind the microphone and knowing when things should happen and when they shouldn't, and, and the appropriate music to play and you know, things like that. Uh, Is something that, that a DJ can do that an iPod just can't, no matter how well you can program it to, you know, for a perfect evening. Stuff happens and, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of roll with the punches and that's when a DJ kind of uh, takes control just to make sure that, you know, the, the music, you know, you don't want... Uh, Uh, a hip-hop song coming on in the middle of uh of your dinner when your grandma has no idea what's going on or something like that so it's just uh, a matter of timing and a matter of uh just knowing you know how to program music at the appropriate times for 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 a wedding because weddings are it's special. it's not like you're doing a cookout in the backyard or something so it's a little different creature
0: Exactly. Okay, and now that's something interesting you mentioned about how every DJ has a different personality. And I think often the first idea is that the DJ is going to have crazy props and be forcing everybody to do the chicken dance and everything. What would you describe your DJ personality like? Let
1: me tell you if I ever have to play the chicken dance ever again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those it, songs like that. Those are all tools. You know, say same, same way uh, a mechanic has wrenches and all that other stuff, you know, DJs have have their the stick. It's just as easy for us not to do it than to have to do it. I would say I come in more of a of an MC, not so much a follow me kind of a DJ, where I'm, I'm teaching dances and stuff, even though I, I can and I and I do from time to time. But it's more of like I'm at a wedding, my concentration is to make sure that the the bride and groom are having a great time, you know, and everything else kind of feeds off of that. So if I have a you know if we have to do you know cha cha slide or Cuba shuffle or even something like a chicken dance or something like that. I can lead it off and just and then just step away, let everybody else have a good time, and, I, and that's kind of how I, I, I run the parties. Like I'll I'll jumpstart it when it needs to be jumpstarted without being too cheesy or too too corny. You know, it's the happiest place on earth, and you know, Disney is probably the one place where you can get away with you know doing all the cheesy stuff. But uh, I prefer not to if I don't have to. But it's, it's it's something that that I can do
0: if I need to. Okay, and so then how do you tailor each event to the bride and groom? Do you have a maybe a conversation with them beforehand, or how does that work?
1: Yeah, usually when I have a bride and groom for, for one of my Disney shows, I'll get all their information and I'll reach out to them, usually by email, just because it's a little bit easier because I work some very strange hours. So I'll, I'll drop an email so I introduce myself and I'll also send them my wedding agenda, kind of a form for them to fill out uh, with all the important information that I'm going to need, you know, names of the bridal party, names of the parents, uh, any special songs. And, and then at, at that point, I'll also tell them, hey, listen, feel free to contact me. Whenever you want, you know whether it's you know phone, email, whatever, and you know, with any questions, any concerns, and then I, I try and get as much information from them as possible as far as the, the type of reception they want to have, whether it's more laid back, a little bit more nightclubby, just kind of a party kind of thing, whether they're going to have you know a lot of kids, whatever. As much information as I can get, that way I can go ahead and kind of fine tune the the reception just for them. It's not really a cookie cutter kind of a thing. I want to make sure that each client gets exactly what they
0: want, you know.
1: The, the more info I have,
0: the better it is to, to do that. That's great. So then do you accept must-play or do-not-play lists? Absolutely.
1: In fact, I encourage that because sometimes it's hard to tell what people like. If I know what you absolutely love and what you absolutely hate, then I can go ahead and, and gear my music accordingly. And also I encourage even you know uh, for people to come up and make requests because just because a bride and groom don't necessarily, maybe they didn't think of a, of a particular song, and there's always songs where, some family members always have to have, you know, there's parties where they always want to have, you know, a specific song for, for each family function that they go to. Like a couple of weddings ago, they said, oh, you have to play Sweet Caroline because we do it at every wedding. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, again, it comes back to having as much info as possible. That way I know exactly where to, how, to, how to tailor the music.
0: That's cool. And I've always wondered about that because I'm sure it's easier now that everything's digital. It's not like you have to lug crates of wax around. But what if somebody asks for something? How do you get all those requests? Or do people pretty much always ask for Thriller or they always ask for the same stuff and you know pretty much what to bring?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it long enough now, so I've got a pretty decent collection of music. After 20 plus years of of DJing, you kind of get an idea of what most people will ask for. But the good thing about, you know, DJing on Disney properties. They've got Wi-Fi everywhere. So if I do have to go online to download something, it's, it's really easy to do.
0: That's wonderful. I never thought about how that affected the modern wedding technology.
1: <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It really is.
0: Okay. So then what happens when the Disney characters show up?
1: Well, it's always a lot of fun. I, I like to find out in advance if it's a surprise for everybody because, I mean, I've had weddings where the bride wanted to surprise the groom with one of his favorite characters or something like that. So I always have to be careful about that. They're only there for a certain amount of time, usually about 30 minutes. So in that 30 minutes, I like to make sure that they come out. They're introduced in a way so that for maximum effect, you know, I want people to, to, to just go crazy when they go out there. So I'll do it at, at, at just the right time, and then I'll bring the characters out. They'll dance around for a little bit. and They usually help out with uh, cake cutting. And then uh, I know the photographers usually like to have a, a couple minutes along with the, the characters and the, and the bride and groom. So in those 30 minutes that the characters are usually out there, it's it's mostly dancing. I never see them uh, like signing autographs. It's not like they're in the theme parks where they're signing autographs all day. Mm-hmm. It's it's they're just out there. They're basically trashing the party, and it's awesome. It's <laughs> just so much, They'll they'll get out there and dance along. You know, yeah, whether it's the Cuba shuffles or any of the line dances or things like that, but they'll jump in there and start dancing, or, or they'll they'll grab Grandma from the corner or whatever and get her on the dance floor. It's just a, a lot of really fun stuff.
0: Sounds like maybe other wedding DJs would be jealous of how much help they could be getting from Disney characters. <laughs>
1: exactly. I mean, it, it, and it's also about timing, too. you got you to time it correctly as far as getting them out there and just making sure that, because I like to do some stuff to kind of lead into the, the whole characters coming out there. So I work it out with the photographer and the catering staff, make sure there's net, nothing overlapping when the characters do come
0: out. That's great. So then it sounds like these Disney weddings are pretty fun. What do you like most about doing Disney weddings?
1: I like the fact that you get to meet people from all over the world and everyone's there to have a good time. And, you know, weddings are a, a, a happy celebration for people who come from all over the place and they're coming to Disney that, to, to, you know, to do that. And um, just the fact that one, you're at Disney, one, you're having a wedding and everyone's in a good mood. So it's always fun to, you know, to, to just be a part of all of that. You know, and, and of course, being at Disney, it, it's, it's a, a very high standard of professionalism with the staff and photographers and the caterers and all, all the people involved. On the professional and on the working side of it, it's just it's good to work with people that know what they're doing and take pride in what they're doing. And then just on the party side of it, it's like everyone's there to have a good time. That's a good point.
0: And I hear from a lot of vendors of all different stripes that yeah, working with Disney, their favorite events to do are Disney events because of that level of professionalism. So that's good to hear.
1: Right. No, it, it's it's good to be a part of it too. So.
0: So then, what kinds of questions should couples be asking when they're shopping around for a DJ?
1: It's 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 funny because I see that a lot, like on some of the you know wedding forums. You know, what should we ask our DJ? And and I can tell when the when it, when it come with the canned questions as far as okay, what kind of equipment do you use and all this other stuff. And yes, it's important to have you know good professional equipment and make sure that your DJ has all that stuff. But honestly, you know, most people won't know the difference between one brand of equipment versus another. It just it just has to sound good and look good. The biggest thing I think a bride and groom should uh, worry about is. The, the actual DJ himself or herself, if it's the right fit for them as far as personality, as far as just the whole vibe that they bring to the to the wedding, because ultimately the, the DJ is going to be the person that everybody in the room is going to have to listen to at one point or another. So it has to be someone that they're comfortable with and kind of fits their personality as well. So I, I think it, it comes more... More down to that than anything else. I mean, you know, technically, of all the DJs you know use pretty much the same equipment. Same, you know, the music is available to everybody. It's just a matter of personality. I think that's just probably the biggest thing that you can't do. You know, no two DJs you know can can have that same thing. Have can have that same personality or, or, or same kind of style to to their weddings.
0: That's a really good point. I think we spend a lot of time looking for the right officiant. Obviously, that's very important, but maybe less time thinking about. Yeah, you're going to be spending at least four hours with this DJ, and the personality fit sounds extremely important.
1: Yeah, and just the fact you know that they're comfortable with them, you know, because there's times where I have to come up to a bride or a groom and say, "Hey, listen, we got to do this now," and you know, you don't want someone who. who you You have to be able to work with them, basically, and and, and understand that they have a job to do as well. Because the way I see it, my job is to make sure that they're having a good time. But there's also things that have to happen, you know, cake cutting and and parent dances and all this other stuff. That all all the formalities that that come along with the wedding. But uh, yeah, it's definitely the personality of the person. I think is probably the most important.
0: That's great. So, can you tell me about any of the more memorable events you've done? Maybe to give brides and grooms tips about what they can do to really personalize their events.
1: Some of the most memorable. Disney weddings are the ones where either a, a different locale or, you know, a different character or, or just something that's, that takes on the personality of the bride and groom more than just a, a I don't want to say standard wedding, but just a, like, like your typical, you know, come in and have, have a seat, eat dinner kind of thing where I, I've had a couple where they were from, from China and they had their, their first wedding out in China. It was a big, you know the big deal with a band and all that other stuff and all their family members and then they had a smaller one here at disney where the groom he was the kind of the host and he took the microphone and showed videos and did all this other stuff and it was a smaller more intimate party and it was a lot more personal because the groom kind of took a, a more active role in it as far as being the host of the party on the microphone and telling stories and jokes and things like that so and you know so and things like that is what makes weddings more memorable and I also did one at Atlantic Dance Hall, huge place where the the bride and the groom, uh they're all very uh they're into the arts, you know, they're they're all performers, a whole family of performers. So the brother came up and he uh he wrote a song and you know, the place was in tears and laughing at the same time, you know, so just anything that you can do to make the wedding more more fit your personality just makes it that much more memorable for everybody.
0: That's great. So where can my listeners go to learn more about you and the services you provide?
1: Sure. uh, You can go to uh, www.lugoentertainment.net. That's my website. You can also find me on Facebook, uh, DJ Willie Lugo. I always post where I'm going to be. and I'm always at Disney somewhere. uh, Chances are you'll see me at either Atlantic Dance Hall DJing on their nightly operations or in the theme parks, Magic Kingdom, or just all over over Central Florida as as well. So feel free to give me a call at 407-367-8848. I'll be more than happy to talk to you and you know discuss any of the details or uh, what we can provide for, for your wedding.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, DJ Willie. I think this has been really instructive, and you've offered a lot of good tips. So thank you.
1: It was my pleasure.
0: That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp, or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.